Metu Netur, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tahuti and the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 11, The Ten Stages of Initiation. Beginning page, bottom of page 152, Level 2, Stage 4 of Initiation. Ab Division of the Spirit, Spheres 6, Eru. The initiation at this stage aims at teaching the initiate to establish his will as a master of his behavior. It it is amazing that so much ink has flowed in regards to the will, yet so little is known about it. Willing is an action of the self and not of the person. We will, we are involved in an action of setting into motion functions of the spirit or the body from the level of self. Actions that are set into motion from the level of the person are acts of desiring, wishing, hoping, etc. The fundamental difference is that the will originates from the self, which is us weighed by emotions and sensuousness while desiring is influenced and dedicated by them or dictated by them. This is cleverly embedded in the Asurian story. Auset mates with the deceased Ausar and conceives Eru. Het Eru carries him in her womb and gives birth to him. It is a grand metaphor for the union through trance of one's identity with the indwelling self and the empowerment of this identity through the spiritual power of intensification, rituals in stage three which gives birth to the personal will. It is important to keep in mind that the goal of the initiation is to attain to the point where one is able to set the so-called subconscious or involuntary functions into motion at will. Not only does the indwelling intelligence control the involuntary functions of the body, it also controls all phases of our behavior and is the major shaping force of everything that happens in our lives i.e. it influences the course of our career, marriage, safety, and so on to our destiny. As the chief director of the spirit, Ausar is a free is free of emotional influences, so must be the will, which it gives rise to. This is to say that the will is the child of the self, as desired in as desired is born of the person. The initiate also learns that the freedom of his personal will is not for the purpose of choosing and determining the various undertakings in his life, careers, marriage, etc. Such a concept must be alarming to Westerners, but Africans have a long-standing tradition of consulting oracles in such matters to discover if they want if the want is in harmony with the divine will and if it is part of the spirit, is control of the undertaking. This subject rises to the question regarding predestination of in people's lives. As this is a false concept, we need not entertain it. The practice of consulting an oracle to see if the proposed undertaking is in harmony with the divine will is based on the fact that, like all intelligent undertakings, all lives are planned. 
Do you plan before you undertake something important? Do you believe that your life is a haphazard, hence accidental sequence of events? Where there is no planning, there is no intelligence. The plan of each person's life is revealed by the second division of their spirit. The plan and parts of it can be made known through such oracles as Ifa, Afa, Dilongun, I Ching, the Metu Netter, by initiates who have awakened their second sphere to Houthi faculty, and in some cases by mediums. What then is the function of the personal will? The function of man's will is to allow him the freedom to choose between good and evil. What is good? What is evil? We go to the tree of life for our answer. The first and highest manifestation of divinity is the unity of all opposites, which is the good. The lower manifestation, the tenth sphere, is the source of our emotional behavior, which makes our life irrational if we allow it to control our lives. This is the evil. Eru's job, the will, is to keep the lower part of being emotions in Shahu from directing our lives in difference to the higher. Beyond the importance of ensuring that all of our undertakings are in harmony with each other, the use of oracles undertaking uh, use of oracles involves a set of one of the most important rituals of our lives. In many cases, we find that the direction of the oracle is at odds with our desires and conditionings. Complying with the oracular pronouncement in most such cases involves the individual in a pitch battle against the lower part of being. This is the manner in which the deity's metaphysical intelligences reveal to us which conditions are to be overcome in relation to a specific undertaking, i.e. we are informed of the spiritual significance of a specific worldly undertaking. A person might be told by the oracle that in order to succeed in the marriage, rituals must be done to Sebek. It means that the person's marriage is a vehicle for the development of this spiritual faculty. A set of key ocular readings serves to map out a fully personalized spiritual curriculum for the individual, while the success in carrying out the directions provides an objective way of measuring the degree of spiritual development. Anyone who has tried to measure objectively and accurately his her spiritual progress will be able to appreciate this fully. The ecstatic trance rituals performed in the preceding stage and certain breathing practices introduced in this stage result in the awakening of the initiate. A chief distinction between the stages of sleep and wakefulness is that in sleep, our will does not function while it does when we are awake. And since most people are for the most part unable to successfully use their will, we are justified in concluding that they are not fully awake during their waking state. A waking trance induction method is therefore induced at this stage. It is based on a special way of breathing that is characterized by the decrease of the rate of breathing and the increase of the volume of air breathed in. The method of breathing which is called the Dumo or Gutmo fire breathing leads to the state of wakefulness that is many times more intense than normal. The waking trance 
is the subject of one of the greatest books ever to come out of Kemet. Known as the Egyptian Book of the Dead, a name given it by Arab grave robbers because they found copies of the book buried with the corpses. It is really the Pert M. Eru, Book of Becoming Awake. Pert M means becoming and Eru means day, sun, and by extension, the day, consciousness, wakefulness. It is the state of trance. The senses are fully asleep. There is little to no awareness of the external world or the body while the person is in the state of full mental wakefulness. The wakefulness enables the mediator to see the falsehoods and contradictions in the beliefs that were cultivated in the early part of life. Related to the initiation at this stage is the beginning of the spiritual responsibility that serves as the determinant of the effectuation, effectuation of spiritual growth. In other words, when we do know that the living of truth has led to spiritual growth, can you say that the growth takes place when the observance of a virtue does not involve a challenge? While exercising at a heart rate of 140 beats per minute signals improvement of someone whose peak exercising rate was lower, it does not for someone already there or beyond. Similarly, spiritual growth only takes place when we are challenged to embrace a truth or directive of the oracle. And it runs into opposition from our condition. Our mind is set on doing something. And the oracle or spiritual law reveals to you that you will achieve your goal at the expense of someone else. Doing the right thing will, from the narrow view, cause you losses. These types of scenarios, which are called crossroads situations, have given rise to the belief that the best place to make offerings and do rituals are at crossroads. Success in the living of truth at such crucial moments is made possible by the Eru sexual power that is generated in the Noahs. And a great mediation system entitled Men Ab M Ank Emat will we will detail in future chapters. In conclusion, we must be noted it must be noted that the opposition to living of truth by our conditionings demands that we summon extra spiritual power. Spiritual power, Kundalini Ra, can only be aroused to its greatest heights by the genuine challenges in life. Thus, it takes power to great power. It is hoped that the reader will begin to understand that discipline cannot be achieved by meditating on the abstraction discipline. All sermons to such effects are hypnotic. Auto-suggestions like I am disciplined, etc. must fail. Here ends the reading on page 156. Chapter 11, the 10 stages of initiation. This is level 2, stage 4 of initiation, ab division of the spirit, spheres 6, Eru.